This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. In today's high-stress world, how can we reliably have good health, happiness, and peace of mind? An expert shares what he discovered, and the benefits are many. Helping let go of anxiety and feel good every day. It slows down your heart rate. It has all kinds of biochemical benefits. So it's free. It's healthy. There are no side effects except the positive ones. Then, recent research reveals a consistent factor in nearly a third of vehicle-related deaths. Yet it gets little attention as a safety issue. We just don't talk about speed in the way that we talk about drunk driving, the way even that we talk about distracted driving. Most of us don't think of it as a safety challenge because most of us speed. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. InfoTrack. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. We all want health, happiness, and peace of mind, but finding it in today's high-stress world can be a challenge. One expert says he's found the answer. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Most of us have been taught to work hard to gain success. But when we go overboard, we can harm ourselves, those around us, and burn out on the very job we think we must have. But there's help in an important new book, Hashtag Chill, Turn Off Your Job and Turn On Your Life. Joining us now is the author, Dr. Brian Robinson, licensed psychotherapist, professor emeritus at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, and a recovering workaholic. Doctor, how do you differentiate between a workaholic and someone who's simply a hard worker? Well, a hard worker or a chilled worker is in the office dreaming about being on the ski slopes, and a workaholic is on the ski slopes dreaming about being back at the office. It's a lot more complicated than that, but a hard worker is someone who has balance. A chilled worker is someone who has balance. A workaholic is someone who mainly works all the time or stays busy most of the time. And it can be tough to convince the workaholics to change, can't it, when often those are the people that get the good job evaluations, promotions, and raises? That's typically true. Workaholics are often people who don't believe that they are workaholics, but the people around them see it. And workaholics are often in denial, just like alcoholics can be in denial if they have an alcohol problem. And I'm hearing that more and more today, not only from my patients, but from just people in general. I don't know how to relax. You recommend that workaholics and others change several behaviors. So let's just take a few. First, avoid multitasking. Why? Well, because multitasking is not what it's cracked up to be. There's research coming out now showing that people who do one thing at a time are going to be more effective and more productive and enjoy their work more in the end. When you're doing two or three things at once, you're really not focused on the one thing that needs to be taken care of. There's a new study that came out that shows that those of us who slow down and bring the brakes to the gas are more effective, more productive, and in the output, we enjoy the process more. So there are a lot of myths now that are being shown by scientists that are just not true, and that's one of them. Tell us about your advice to embrace maybe or not feeling like you have to know a situation's outcome. Well, we're kind of wired by Mother Nature to be predictable and kind of figure out you know, what's going to happen. It's in our DNA 
for survival so that uncertainty can feel like a threat. And Mother Nature hardwired you, Gina, and me to overestimate threats and underestimate our ability to handle them. So most of us are not fighting off tribes anymore or fighting off wild animals, but the things that show up as threats today are financial issues, relationship issues. Is the boss going to like this? Is my group going to, when I do the presentation, are they going to like what I do? So these are the ways in which our threats show up today, and many of us overreact to those threats. What we find if you meditate for five minutes a day or have some way of just taking five minutes a day chilling, then you approach all these tasks with more calm, more creativity, more courage. You're willing to stick your neck out more. You notice these are all C words with more clarity with more courage, with more compassion. These are all ways in which it can actually change your life. And this is kind of the opposite of what we're hearing from big business, like lean in and let's get the job done and move faster and hurry and rush. And the technology that we have says you can be available 24-7 instead of setting boundaries. So things are really making a turn and we're going in the opposite direction because we know that balance comes from being and doing, not just doing, but have a to-be list. Many of us have a to-do list, but it's probably going to take folks a little bit of thinking to even know what would be on a to-be list. We're visiting with Dr. Brian Robinson, author of Hashtag Chill, Turn Off Your Job and Turn On Your Life. Doctor, your advice that you just gave us really dovetails with the let it go, which is also in the book, or stop trying to control things you can't or don't need to control. But I think the devil's in the details of how we determine what things we don't need to control. Doesn't the average workaholic think, oh, I've got to control it all? Yeah, and that's the problem. We can't control it all. Life is not personal. Life just is. We make it personal because we feel like we have to control things that we can't really control. So what it boils down to is learning to accept life on its terms instead of our terms. My New Year's intention is to love everything that gets in the way, or at least to forgive everything that gets in the way, like the person who cuts me off in traffic. The person who steps in front of me in line at the grocery store unwittingly. The crying baby in the airplane behind me. The barking dog. My neighbor's weed eater when I'm trying to take a nap. This is life. Things are going to happen that we cannot control. The question is, what do we do with it? And when you're in hashtag chill, you learn to act instead of react. And acting is coming from what I call the center, this place that you find yourself in when you start to practice Hashtag chill and meditate and take five minutes a day. Those five minutes can change your life. If you take five minutes and spend the time on the inside without judgment, but with compassion and start to get to know yourself a little better. All those C words over time will start to show up and you'll start to live a more quality life beyond the survival and at a higher level of spirituality. Doctor, some people may think meditation is silly and passe, but there is real science to back up its benefits, isn't there? There is. In fact, meditation got a bum rap from the drug culture in the 70s. That's when it was brought to the U.S. And you don't have to sit in lotus position and burn incense and listen to Indian music or meditate for 20 minutes. 
what we are finding that five minutes of meditation a day, and that's what I do, five minutes, can change your life. I notice that I'm more forgiving of someone who makes a mistake. I'm more forgiving of myself. I'm calmer. I'm clearer. We know from the research that people who meditate have better memory. The hippocampus, which is part of the brain for memory, doesn't shrink as you age as much if you meditate. We know that it boosts your immune system, that it slows down your heart rate. It has all kinds of biochemical benefits. So it's free. It's healthy. There are no side effects except the positive ones. And it's portable. You can take it anywhere you go, even in your car, as long as you're not driving. And talk to us about the need to accept defeat. Well, you can't have success without defeat. Life has bookends, and you can't have a right without a left. You can't have a front without a back. Everything has its opposite. And accepting defeat allows you to find success. Here's what I mean. If I get frustrated after setting a certain resolution or an intention for the new year, if I fail, in quotation marks, because I don't really believe in failure, that's where my growth comes from. If I take that towel I want to throw in and wipe the sweat off my brow and keep on going, I'm going to learn that grass grows through concrete. I'm going to find that resilient zone within me and find that I'm more courageous and stronger than I realized. So accepting the opposite of our desire is really important. If I want to be successful, it's not a straight line. I have to accept the defeat. And then when I feel the defeat, again in quotation marks, it helps me keep going. Every person on this planet who's ever been successful, whether from Meryl Streep to Michael Jordan, every one of those folks had failed in quotation marks, but they didn't fail because they kept going. You only fail when you stop. Dr. Brian Robinson, author of Hashtag Chill, Turn Off Your Job and Turn On Your Life. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, it's a big factor in vehicle-related deaths, yet few talk about it. That story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 